How does semaglutide perform in patients with heart failure with preserved ejection fraction and obesity? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you today from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. Semaglutide could be a viable treatment option for patients with heart failure with preserved ejection fraction and obesity. This according to a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Over 52 weeks, the mean change in the Kansas City Cardiomyopathy Questionnaire Clinical Summary Score was 16.6 points with semaglutide and 8.7 points with placebo. The mean percentage change in body weight was minus 13.3% with semaglutide and minus 2.6% with placebo. For the six-minute walk distance, the mean percentage change was 21.5 minutes with semaglutide and 1.2 minutes with placebo. The mean percentage change in C-reactive protein level was minus 43.5% with semaglutide and minus 7.3% with placebo. Serious adverse events were reported in 13.3% of patients in the semaglutide group and 26.7% in the placebo group. In our next story, we learned that certain factors might make your patients with mild COVID-19 more susceptible to long COVID. In an analysis of 214, 667 non-hospitalized patients published in Nature Communications, 0.42% were classified as having long COVID. Multivariate analysis showed that the risk of developing long COVID was higher among patients with a prior history of respiratory health problems with an adjusted odd ratio of 1.93, psychological health problems with an adjusted odds ratio of 1.81, and digestive health problems with an adjusted odds ratio of 1.69. Female sex was associated with an adjusted odds ratio of 1.93, and an infection with the original strain of COVID-19 was associated with an odds ratio of 2.27. And finally, Evidence presented at the 2023 Annual Meeting of the Society of Hematologic Oncology has confirmed that subcutaneous single-agent epcaritimab can induce durable remission with favorable long-term outcomes and manageable safety in patients with relapsed or refractory diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. The ongoing EPCOR NHL1 study found that over a median follow-up of 20 months, the overall response rate was 61% and the complete response rate was 39%. The median duration of response was 15.5 months and the median overall survival was 18.5 months. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions, please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing Medical News Roundup and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mostello for selecting and editing our stories and Sean Mullins for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.